When you listen to the Ron Van Dam Show, he probably seems like the kind of guy you'd like to sit down and have a beer with. Except he's chronically antisocial, and beer makes him gassy. So it's probably better to just keep admiring him from a distance. You're listening to the Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. It's Friday. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. It's Friday, February 2nd, which is Groundhog Day. Oh my God, who cares? On how many streaming things and channels are they going to repeat that movie Groundhog Day with, uh, with Bill Murray? And the other one, whom I, who I don't like. I don't know her name, but you know who I'm talking about. How many times are I going to play that film, thing, movie? All right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. A lot of wars and a lot of... Uh, Horrible, horrible things, both politically and socially and everything. And yet, today is Groundhog Day. Oh my God, put everything away. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's time to uh, see how the weather is going to be for the rest of the winter uh, based on the opinion of a gerbil, a mole, Whatever that thing is. I know it's a groundhog, but I don't know the difference. I don't think I know the difference between a groundhog and a gerbil except for the string. That's a joke some of you might not get. (laughs) Uh, My life is basically in the hands of a rodent. And that is not just Groundhog's Day. That's true. It's true. It's a very scary acquisition of truth. I don't even understand the groundhog thing. I know there's a Pawtuxi Philip or something, and he's a uh, groundhog. It's a he, by the way. And then there's a Staten Island something. I don't know the, the name of the one in Staten Island that does the same predictions. And then there's a guy on my local weather channel who does the same thing, but it's a human. I don't know what to expect. I'm not going to watch it. I just know there's a bunch of stupid humans who dress up in tuxedos and make a spectacle of this rodent coming out of a hole. It's... uh, It's, it's like stupid pet tricks. It's like a out of control whack-a-mole. Uh, dressing up in tuxedos, man. Uh, you may think you're cool. You are the biggest idiot on the planet. And then there's the people that show up, who watch this thing, who also need a an extensive examination mentally. <sighs> 
Now, again, I don't know what this groundhog thing means for greater society. I'm not sure. I don't know. If the groundhog sees its shadow, it means one thing. If it doesn't see its shadow, it means another thing. That's all this groundhog is capable of doing. It's not, by the way, there are a lot of lights, artificial lights that they have shining on this area in order to light it up for television and for the news. So obviously the groundhog's going to see a shadow from all those lights that you have on. So I don't quite understand the whole thing. And I don't understand the scientific background or meaning of a sunny day on February 2nd means how long the winter's going to be. That's pure, unadulterated bullshit. Yet, well, we go with these traditions that are just as stupid as one can possibly imagine. And now it's Groundhog Day. And it's a big thing. <laughs> What kind of world do I live in? Now, whether the winter is going to last another six weeks or not, and I don't know which way is better, it doesn't make a difference. Wouldn't it depend on where you live? I think it would. Maybe for the people in Pennsylvania with the Poxitonxi film thing, Maybe that's some indication for Pennsylvania or maybe just parts of Pennsylvania, not necessarily Philadelphia, but maybe Pittsburgh. I really don't know. And I choose not to know because it's so stupid. Now, you can go to your Google machine and read all about this groundhog mole thing. But in the long run, the only thing they should be doing on Groundhog Day is exterminating that hole. I would call a pest control company and have them somehow eradicate this horrible situation so we don't have to do this. Two days that don't make sense, Groundhog Day and President's Day. Ooh, Ron, don't say that. Well, it doesn't make sense. What makes them better than me? nothing. Some of them are worse than me, some of these presidents, if you know what I mean. So happy Groundhog's Day. Did you get my card? Did you get the flowers that I sent you, the candies shaped like little groundhogs? Did you get those? I sent them out to all the listeners who really don't listen that much. I have a feeling while I'm doing this show, you're cleaning your house. I'm, I'm vacuuming. I know it's loud, but I like Ron in the background when I'm vacuuming. It makes me feel a little bit more uh, complete. Some people like to dust during my program. Other people wash the dishes. I do serve a purpose after all. (laughs) Happy Groundhog's Day to you. My God, you're looking good. Did you shower today because it is Groundhog's Day? That's a yes, that's and change your smoke alarms. Yep. And don't walk under a cat. That's dangerous on Groundhog's Day as well. And when you go out uh, today in the streets in the supermarket, make sure that you do the proper greeting to people on Groundhog's Day. As people walk by, put a smile on your face and say happy Groundhog's Day. 
And believe me, the response will be something to take notice of. Of course, you've got the Groundhog's Day specials, the mattress sales. They sell a lot of cars on Groundhog's Day. Schools are closed, as you know. There are no schools on Groundhog's Day, especially when it falls on a weekend. That's why your child is home today, because it's Groundhog's Day. It's a state holiday. It's a federal holiday. It's a worldwide holiday. Of course, today you have to wear uh, clothes that make you look like a groundhog. I don't know what that is, but you wear groundhogish kind of clothes so that when you walk down the street, people stop you and say, oh my God, you look so groundhogish today. It sounds like a Scottish type of uniform with kilt, but it's not. It's a very important day. Congress is not doing anything today because it's Groundhog's Day, and you know they don't do anything on any day, no matter what day it is. But it is Groundhog's Day. I have decided to cancel all of my appointments today because it is Groundhog's Day, and I use that as an excuse. I call people up and I say, I'm sorry, I can't be there today, it's Groundhog's Day, and they say, so what? And I say, how dare you, how dare you, how dare you? We need to honor the Groundhogs. Look at all the things they've done. I don't think they've done anything, to be honest with you. Beavers do more than Groundhogs. Beavers build dams, which is part of my last name. If it wasn't for beavers building dams, this entire world would be flooded So beavers really do a lot. And of course, the phrase beaver transcends into other meanings that are also quite pleasurable by most of the population. So beavers, important. Groundhogs, I don't even know what one looks like. If it wasn't for this patoxy, fluxy, fill thing that comes out of the hole, I wouldn't even know what a groundhog looks like. And to be honest with you, I still don't. If you took a large rat and put it next to a groundhog and there were no like cards in front of it saying which ones they were, I don't know if I could tell the difference. Well, Ron, a rat looks totally different from a groundhog. Uh, not necessarily. Not if you don't look like a groundhog or a rat. I know the difference between a groundhog and an elephant, I think. I don't think it's so much the size, but the fact that the elephant has a trunk and a groundhog does not. Am I, am I accurate on that? But it is Groundhog's Day, and it's very, very important. For too long, groundhogs have been maligned, ridiculed, and this has got to stop. And I'm doing it right now, and I've got to stop this. Uh... I'll tell you a groundhog story, but I can't play any background music to the sad story. Right now I'd be playing sad music, but I can't do that because uh, some of the uh, platforms that this show uh, goes on to, perhaps the one you're listening to the show on right now, uh, will not allow for uh, copyrighted music to be played. So um, I will not have any background music at this time. 
Here's a sad story about a groundhog. Um, it, this is a story. It's, it wasn't a Poxitoxy uh, Phil. It was a groundhog named Bob. And Bob had a family of groundhogs. He had a Mrs. Groundhog, Mrs. Hog, basically, and two little, uh, two little children, two little gerbil children. And one day, uh, this is very sad, uh, Bob, the groundhog, uh, was going out to collect some food for the family, and when he came back, one of his children, uh, I think it was Marsha, had left the uh, the place that they lived in, the this particular hole. They lived in a hole. That's the official name of where groundhogs live. They live in holes. Uh, Marsha left the hole, and Bob, the uh, Mr. Groundhog, said, "Where's where's our child, Marsha?" And Mrs. Groundhog, Betty Groundhog, said, I don't know. She went out uh, to gather some leaves, and she never came back. And to this day, they don't know what happened to Marcia. Uh, her picture, Groundhog picture, is on the side of a milk carton that I had seen recently. But to this day, according to the uh, missing persons report, uh, now they do missing groundhogs, uh, Marcia is still missing. Now, to many, this is a horrible story. To me, it's entertaining. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel for the groundhogs, but still, still, I'm, I'm missing it somewhere. That's a sad story. I hope the children weren't in a room at that time. Now, Marsha, the groundhog, the, the, the daughter, um, I think just ran around, Yeah, was a little promiscuous, shall I say, Marsha the groundhog was was running around the forest a lot behind her parents' back. If groundhogs indeed have backs, I don't know. So she probably had a boyfriend groundhog and maybe took off with him, in which case she's safe and she's good. And we believe that that's the situation. So um, I've consoled the family, the groundhog family, many times. I can't fit in there a hole. How many times have I said that? But uh, I'm sure that she's okay. For those of you that are concerned about her. That's a sad story. There's no question about it. But on this National Groundhog's Day, Incorporated, uh, it's, I, I tell stories like that because I think that the groundhogs need the recognition that they get. You know, they're not, they're not simply weather predictors. That's small. They are an entire species of rodents, and they deserve the credit other than to their only purpose in life is to tell you how long the winter is. That's, that's a little stupid. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot more going for them. They have entire systems, ecosystems, and that kind of thing. It's kind of sad that they have to live in holes all their life, but this is all they can afford these days because of inflation and the post-COVID thing, you know, the embargoes of products and all that and the expensive building supplies. They have to still live in holes. They Not like you. Not like you. Although I'm sure many people have gone into your apartment or house and said, this place is a hole. Uh, and your response should be, well, I've been in holes before, 
and this is not a whole you got you got to speak up you got to speak up don't let people say that about the place in which you live so i honor the groundhogs i think we can all honor the groundhogs by just taking a moment today and um appreciating the fact that there's more to them than this winter weather kind of prediction really i'm serious did you know that this is absolutely not true did you know that for a long time before they had the technology of forecasting the weather and the humidity thing and before they understood the various air currents and el nino which is a a wonderful wonderful cocktail i'll have an el nino please is this an El Nino year? If it is, uh, can you bring me one of those cocktails, please, with the umbrella in it? Did you ever have a cocktail with an umbrella in it? It is so embarrassing. Why is there an umbrella in the cocktail? In case it rains? You want to keep your cocktail dry? What's the point of the umbrella? I'll tell you, a lot of those cocktail umbrellas are donated to the groundhogs because they don't have umbrellas at all. Let's be sensitive. Let's recycle. Anyway. Uh, yeah, fine. All right. Uh, I have a couple of guests uh, today. I have two guests. Count them. One, two. Uh, because the Super Bowl is coming up. Did you know that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know you're fixated on Groundhog's Day, but Super Bowl is coming up. And if you're holding a Super Bowl party, here's some great ideas for you. Uh, yeah, we're going to do that because uh, today's uh, show is uh, uh, partially sponsored by Target. That's pretty cool. Someone's got to pay for this. Uh, and then we're also going to, uh, you know, and... Melissa Brainy will be joining us, Brownie, whatever her name is, and uh, she'll be giving us some ideas for entertaining as well. So we're going to do that. Do you know that there is one item that can not only increase your home's beauty, but its value? That would be placemats. Hello, I'm George Karanapikopoulos, owner of George K's Wholesale Placemat Warehouse, your one stop for all your placemat needs. We have a placemat for every room of your house. That's right, placemats are not just for the dining room anymore. Anywhere you might make a spill, or maybe where you eat, like in front of the TV. I do it all the time like you. You want a placemat. We have fancy placemats, like in bamboo or teak. That's right, teak. Nice plastic laminate ones for no stains, even blue. We can custom make you placemats in as little as two weeks. Come to our showroom at the intersection of Route 27 and the Holbrook Turnpike. You're going to like what you see. Your placemat is waiting for you at George K's Wholesale Placemat Warehouse. Emmy Award-winning television host and lifestyle expert Marissa Brahe joins us again. She's been with us before, and she always has some tips for hosting and doing stuff lifestyle-wise, and I guess there's a big event coming up with this football thing, I understand. Is that true? <laughs> That's true. It <laughs> is big. Lots of people look forward 
to game day and, you know, hosting a game day party. Really fun. One of my favorite seasons because it combines my love of hosting, which I love to entertain, with the excitement of football. And this is actually an interesting little fact, Ron. This is such a big food holiday. It's second only to Thanksgiving, which is so, yeah, hard to believe. But people love their game day favorite snacks and finger foods and all of that. So definitely a lot of fun to host a party, uh, a watch party for for this big football event, as you said. Yes. When I watch people uh, tackle other people, I live. I need to eat. So there you go. <laughs> now, uh, Sark, so what do we do? Like, there's special kinds of foods and special ideas for this type of event, right? Well, really, finger foods, you can't go wrong. Mm. You know, wings, sliders, snacks like that. They're great because they keep the party social and casual, allows people to mingle a little more. It's not formal. It's not stuffy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these are the game day favorites that we know and love. And I have to tell you, Target has pulled together three game day spreads this year just perfect for your watch party that are all under $25 for everything you need. So really great way to keep it on budget. We'll start with my favorite because I think you'll like this. It's a cheeseburger taco board. So we're combining two worlds we know and love, cheeseburgers and tacos, Mm -hmm. and we're doing it up, right? We're doing our lettuce, our tortillas, our cheese, pickles, that special sauce you got to have. And again, all of this, ready for you to take home for under 25 bucks, which is fantastic. And, you know, there's other game day snacks that Target has available for you that will help you stick on budget from dips to chips, popcorn, all of that in one place, which I think is key. Mm -hmm. We love a one-stop shop, and Target happens to be my favorite uh, because they have everything from snacks to full menu items to then the drinks, which, you know, we don't want to forget about the drinks. And whether you're going alcoholic or non-alcoholic, um, they have options for you. I'm loving a few non-alcoholic versions this year. Uh, Lagunitas and Athletic Brewing Co. have great non-alcoholic options. And then Good & Gather, Target's own brand, has this sparkling water that has such innovative, delicious flavors. The cherry cola is a must-try, so put that on mm, your list. Mm. So, again, you're walking in, you're getting everything you need, including serveware, too. You don't even have to go to another store to get a stylish threshold brand platter. I mean, everything you need for the game day in is all in one spot, which is fantastic. Wow. Is this all in a, s- a separate section in the store, or uh, how does that work? Yeah, but it's so easy to navigate. Once mm-hmm. you go in, um, you know, you're going to see everything there for you. And if you go to Target and uh, Target.com and the Target app, mm-hmm. they have this spread there for you, and you're able to, again, get all of you everything you need for the different spreads. So the cheeseburger taco board is one. They have a wing spread. They also have a nacho bar. Oh. And again, all of that under 25 bucks, which is, you can't go wrong. I did not know this. You've brought me information I did not know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they, they really want to make it easy for you to stay on budget this year. And we all want to do that, right? And so it, it does help when you're just going to one location and able to get everything as opposed to bouncing to different stores and kind of risking yeah. those impulse buys that we all tend to do. Yeah. Um, so that that's another way to stay on track. Also, you can enjoy your company in the game, uh, not spend all the time in the kitchen uh, sweating over stuff while everybody else is having a great time. So this is a good idea. All right. Uh, where do we go for more information as if I didn't know? 
Target.com and the Target app. Uh, so just head there and you can find all this. Uh, lots of game day options for you. Um, and you'll be all set to host a winning party. You'll be the MVP, Ron, if you if you pull this all together like this. You mean, you mean I'll be more of an MVP? Okay, <laughs> exactly. Fine. All right. Marissa, thank you so much for, for your time today. Thank you, Ron. Have a great day. Take care. Katie Moore is uh, the VP of Corporate uh, Marketing and Business Development with Cadence, and we're talking about something that kind of scares the hell out of me, Katie, so maybe you can help me out here. We're talking about, <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's uh, the world's first uh, supercomputer, AI supercomputer, which I guess is kind of the same thing. Actually, what is the difference between a supercomputer and an AI supercomputer? Yeah, Ron, hey, good good to talk to you, and thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. The Cadence Millennium Platform, we call it the world's first AI supercomputer for design. Mm-hmm. It's really going to transform how uh, everything that you use in normal life is designed, from automobiles nice. to laptops to cell phones to even things like data centers and, and large factories. Mm-hmm. Now, one might say, uh, okay, that's going to take my job away. And that, I guess, is the greatest fear about all of this. But uh, I've also heard that it can create jobs. How does that work? Yeah, so it really, because, because it's so um, efficient and, uh, you know, brings into account a lot of things about optimization for mm-hmm. design, it makes the engineers more efficient. It makes them more productive. Ah. So I, I know that there's a fear of jobs going away, but in reality, it, it expands the engineer's ability to uh, do their jobs more productively. Wow. For example, a lot of things that they work on will take weeks or months mm-hmm. to actually analyze and produce. This product will help them do it in hours or days. Wow. So that'll give more room for future de- development and improving on the actual product. Yes. And you can also think of it as it, it improves reliability of a lot of the products That's that we true use too. today. Right? Yeah. Because humans, you know, not so much. Um, seriously. <laughs> Uh, this is being applied in uh, McLaren Racing uh, and the America's Cup uh, racing team. How how does that uh, work into it? Well, you know, for uh, Formula One, uh, it's really important that uh, when they design their cars, it's all about the design of the car, right? That's first Mm -hmm. and foremost. Uh, These cars win because they're designed to be fast. Every tenth of a second, every millisecond matters. And this kind of technology allows them to optimize their, their designs and extract the, the the most speed that they can before they actually build the car. So it's a huge cost savings for uh, auto manufacturers, not just Formula One, but also auto manufacturers, to be able to uh, like digital twin the car mm-hmm. or digital twin the uh, the whatever the device is before it gets built. And mm-hmm. you're doing it in software running on our hardware, and that just saves tons of money. Uh, so it's a huge impact. All right. And then uh, we're all concerned about the impact on the environment of everything these days because every category counts now, unfortunately. Uh, how does this concept uh, benefit uh, the environment? Right. So when you talk about sustainability, uh, we, we're projecting that, or top universities are projecting that by 2030, over 20% of the world's energy is going to be consumed by data centers. And that's a huge number. That, that's larger than, you know, what some countries produce in power. Uh, but about a third of that power uh, that's being consumed is wasted and, and 
you know, this is why we're concerned about the, uh, about our, our sustainability and about our environment. Right. Uh, if, if these engineers would use this technology to design the, the semiconductors and the boards in data centers, yeah. uh, we could save and reduce and have a meaningful impact on reducing the carbon footprint and emissions in the world. Well, that makes a hell of a difference uh, as far as that category is concerned, because if we don't do something about that, you can have all the supercomputers you want without people. Anyway, that was a little too deep, I right. think, so never mind. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, it's all good, all good. Yeah, well, you're living the dream, so, you know, come on. Uh, let's, talk about the, let's talk about the future be, beyond uh, this, this first. I mean, uh, how will it help in, in other areas as we move on? What, what is the focus? Yeah, well, I've talked about automotive, right? And we've yeah. talked about sports a little bit, yeah. right, with Formula One and things yeah. like that. We know that we have, uh, we have opportunities in other sports like uh, America's Cup Sailing. But when you go beyond the fun stuff, the, the things that are really important, you know, uh, I, w- I would say that uh, there's an area of digital biology where we're really focused on using this technology to help uh, accelerate drug discovery uh, for all kinds of pharmaceuticals and medical uh-huh. uh, things that uh, would normally take, you know, a decade to bring to market. Yes. Uh, we can help speed up that process as well. Well, that's important uh, because, my God, I mean, you can't wait 10 years if you have some type of uh, disease that is uh, progressing in the wrong direction. Uh, so, yeah, that becomes also uh, yeah. quite important. Okay, well, um, how do we get more information about this? And maybe someday uh, companies all across the country can start taking advantage of this technology as well. Yeah, well, you can always follow Cadence on LinkedIn, or you can go to our website at uh, cadence.com, mm-hmm. and you can find out more information. Excellent. He's KT Moore. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank you to my guests. Thank you to the Groundhog. Thank you to you. Hope you have a wonderful Groundhog Day. I'll be back again on Monday with a brand new program, but until that time arrives, I wish you peace. Peace.